everybody. So today is going to be another super fun car ride chronicles as we go over a giant bump and I'm sure that sounded great. Um, I just had to take the car in at work and I got done unexpectedly quickly. I mean, an hour and a half, but whatever. But now I have like an entire day and I literally have nothing to do. Like I've just done all I can possibly do. Um, I have all of today and tomorrow left of work before I go and I guess start my maternity leave. So there's really nothing for me to do. Um, I work half days right now and I have quite a lot of day left. So I was like, um, I'm going to go look at some little fruit libraries and just see what's going on because I can do that. I'm also like, this also is probably a, like a bad time because I probably should go eat something and I had it in my head. I was going to go get food. So we'll see. I honestly could just like stop halfway through and then go eat and then carry on. It's really not that serious. Um, this is a small town. It's not like a giant town, so it's not that serious. But, um, yeah, so I decided that I'm going to, um, do a little car ride chronicles cause it's been a while. I think the last one I did was over the summer probably, or not over the summer. That's no, 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 no. That makes no sense. Uh, I don't know when the last one I did was, but I know it's been a while and, um, I'm not going to be able to keep doing this because the kids are going to be out of school basically when I get back. So, um, how long has it been since I did this? When did I do this? I really don't remember. Um, also a couple of little housekeeping kind of notes. I hear an ambulance, but I don't see the ambulance. Um, I have super bad allergies right now. I feel like this is a thing that happens where I have really bad allergies for all of like two days or something. Um, not two days. That's, oh, there's, I don't really know where these people are trying to go. This police officer is trying to get to. There we go. I was so confused. Um, anyway, I get really bad allergies like as soon as spring hits for like a week, I feel like, and then I'm totally fine. So I'm currently in that really bad allergies sort of situation. So if I sound funny, that's why. Also super pregnant, we already know. Um, was there anything else? I think that's probably it. Okay, let's get into it. I also feel like this first library that we're going to, I honestly have no idea where it is. I don't recall going this direction at all. So I'm very curious to see where we're going. Um, it has been a while since I did this. I can't remember when I did this, but I almost feel like it's maybe been like a year. I don't know. It's been a while, I feel like, since I did this. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I feel like it was last year that I did this. I don't know, but it's been a minute and, um, I don't remember where I'm going. So, and here's like the rest of the brigade going. Um, okay. So anyway, um, what is new? What is happening? I'm, I'm going on maternity leave very soon. 
Um, I'm having a baby very soon. <laughs> I am, um, I, like I said, I have today and tomorrow and then next week the kids are on spring break and thank God, um, they are going out of town. I was low-key terrified that I was going to have to entertain all three children for an entire week and that was going to be incredibly difficult. Um, but thankfully they are going to Florida. I'm very jealous. I wish I could go with them. Typically that would be something that would be on the table, but, um, I am about to have a baby. So that's obviously not practical. Um, so yeah, I really don't remember this location at all, but apparently it's a thing. I, um, so yeah, they are going to Florida. So I get basically the week before my due date, I get off, which is great. Um, I saw a lot of people before I left the pregnancy group that I was in. I saw a lot of people talk about how they were taking off maternity leave, like, you know, X amount of weeks before they were having their baby. And I was like, what's that like? Because that just seems like a super foreign concept to take off like work or whatever, you know, for, um, an extra amount of time, I guess, as someone who isn't getting to, uh, you know, really be paid and take off like a whole lot of time, um, during my maternity leave, I feel like that's super luxurious to take off even more days. Um, so that's definitely not my journey, but it's someone's. We have Mrs. Miss Benson's Beetle, which I've heard about. Um, let's see. What else do we have? There's a James. Oh no, I thought it was James Patterson. Um, there's also a Ripley's Believe It or Not, which I think is fun. I think I'm going to do Miss Benson's Beetle because I think I've heard of that one and that's the only one. So that one's super cute. Um, it's just like a little white little free library. Very standard. Very, very much what you uh, would expect from a little free library. So anyway, they are going to Florida. Very exciting for them. And I will just be at home relaxing and getting to like have like a week to like really like get everything last minute kind of situated. Um, I feel like we have pretty much everything taken care of. I sterilized all the bottles and we have all the clothes and all the sheets and everything washed and we have all of that kind of stuff. There's still some like last minute, like putting things away that I could do. Um, we're kind of pressed for space. So that's definitely something that is a little tricky just navigating where everything's going to go. There's like a water bottle or something that's moving around in the back and that's really going to bother me. So hopefully that's not super loud, but, um, so I think I'll just probably do some of like that last minute stuff. I keep putting on my to-do list that I need to, um, that I need to, um, oh, like set up like the pack and play. We did not, 
opt for a bassinet. We got a pack and play that has a bassinet. Um, I heard really good things about the four moms pack and play and it's super nice. Like it's super easy. If you have ever set up a pack and play, it's not like it's hard, but it's just kind of a pain in the ass. And this is literally like you just press down in the middle and then you pull up the middle. That's like you press down to like set it up and then you just pull up to like take it apart. It's really convenient and it's really nice. And like the mat, I believe I did this. We did this a while ago. (laughs) We've had it for a while. So the mat, I believe is what goes around. Like it goes around the outside when you put it away. So it like all of the pieces that you need are like just kind of all already together. And so like if you were traveling and you took it, it's like super hand. I don't know. My husband had an absolute field day trying to get all of the stuff back in the bag. Like that, that part was not like super great. Um, but other than that, like it's just very nice and it's very convenient. And I didn't, I was adamant that I didn't want to get like a bassinet because I know that I am someone that values sleep and I value cribs and um, I know that we will be utilizing the crib very early on. Um, So I didn't want to get a bassinet that we were only going to use for like, you know, a couple of months or whatever the case is and then, you know, just get rid of it. Bassinets are super expensive and whatever. So I didn't want to do that and so I felt like this was a great option because we will obviously use a pack and play for a very long time. (laughs) Um, and this way we're getting like kind of double use out of the pack and play because we are also, um, getting to use the bassinet portion of it. It's also super handy. So we, um, I'm really confused as to what that car was trying to do, but, um, we, um, what was I going to say? Oh, So I also was very anti getting, I'm just anti everything apparently. Um, I was also very anti getting a, um, diaper, like a changing table because I am someone that like just sits on the floor to change a diaper pretty much every single time. And it's just never super convenient to like go upstairs or, oh, of course I freaking ended up following the police officers and the ambulances. So this is probably not going to work out. I'm going to skip this one and we will go to, well, I don't know. Maybe I can, no, I'm going to skip it because this looks like a nightmare. So we'll go to the next one. It's like low key frustrating because this is like the hardest one to get to. I feel like maybe. So the fact that I came over here and it is now basically blocked off is a little difficult, but that's okay. So anyway, I basically just changed diapers on the floor, like pretty much exclusively, like very rarely would I care to go seek out the changing table sort of situation. Um, when I worked in Vermont, I did a lot because they never had the diaper stuff downstairs, which was infuriating, but it's just like, so it's like so tedious to like go upstairs to change it. It's just, it's just a lot. So I am very much like, we will change wherever we need to. This house has the biggest, weirdest little statues. They have these wooden owl and penguin statues that are probably the size of a child, like a large child, like a fifth grader. Those were terrifying. Like they're very nice, but they're very large. Um, they're on like little tree stumps and that was terrifying. Anyway, so 
Um, I just feel like it's easier. So that being said, I did not register or we didn't purchase a changing table because I knew that we would not use it. So instead I got like a pad and we're just going to put it on the dresser and like that be that. But we, um, we, okay. So we are in the basement. We're still currently at my mother's house. It's, it's delightful. Um, and we are in the basement and, um, we are, you know, a lot of the stuff is down in the basement where we are, but then we also have, um, my mom has a spare bedroom. So we have kind of turned that into a baby room as well. So that we have the crib set up there. We have a bunch of stuff set up there. And so we decided the, um, pack and play that we got, which I wasn't super aware of, I don't think, but the pack and play that we ended up getting also has, in addition to the bassinet, it has this little attachment for diaper changes. And we were like, whoa, that's really cool. So we ended up putting the diaper pad upstairs because, um, we already have this little diaper attachment thing or whatever. So I really recommend, like we haven't used it yet, obviously, because the baby's not here, but I like already like absolutely love this pack and play. I just feel like it is like so versatile and it's expensive, but it's like, it's, it's maybe a hundred dollars more than a regular pack and play, which I know is like a hundred dollars. I'm aware. But when you also factor in that you get like a changing table, a bassinet, so then you don't have to buy a bassinet. You don't have to buy, well, you don't get a changing table, a changing little pad, whatever. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's worth it. So just a little tip for anybody who's, you know, expecting or not expecting. I don't know, but I just feel like it is pretty neat and I really like it. So, um, we, that has been on my to-do list for weeks is to set that up and I haven't set that up and, um, I just keep not setting it up. So that is something that I need to do, um, in this coming week is get that set up. And, um, if there's anything else, I don't really think there's anything else that we need to do. We have like the hospital bag packed. We have like all of that stuff kind of taken care of. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I really, there is like a basket of clothes that I just got recently, various little odds and ends here and there that I need to put away. But other than that, I mean, pretty much everything is, um, done. So I don't think I'll have a whole lot of like baby related things to do, but I do think just like the idea of just like really relaxing and just like taking the time for myself in my last week, um, before I have a baby, um, I think that will be very nice and very much appreciated. So it kind of works out like amazingly that spring break falls right before my due date. I could not have planned it better. Um, what I could have planned better is picking a doctor whose birthday isn't the day before I'm due because she is going to be out of town all of my 39th week. Um, she's going on vacation as well. So I'm like, Oh, cool. Have fun. Oh, I think this is the police officer one which is super weird. I feel like I'm going like some backwards route or something, but I know I'm not. I don't know. I just don't remember going any of these ways, but I guess I also start from work and I started from somewhere else today. So maybe that's why, maybe that's why I'm not really sure. Um, and this is like, I'm always not supposed to park where I park for this. Oh, they have a stop. I I'm not supposed to park where I park for this situation, but I'm going to do it anyway because I just want to check out the little free library and that's all. Um, 
So yeah, I feel like that's gonna work out perfectly. And I am super excited to just relax because my husband tells me that I have not been relaxing enough. Oh, I was talking about my doctor. My doctor is not going to be there my 39th week. But we, um, we, oh, there's like nothing in here. This is, this is bleak. I'm not going to get anything. There's like literally nothing in there. And I also need to, this one is weathered. It has seen some better days, I think. It is super disheveled. So, get it together, police station. Seems like the next one is literally down the street, so we'll see about that. I don't really, I wonder if this is the one that I always, like, have to stop in the middle of the road. And honestly, if that's the case, I probably will skip that one today, too. This is going to be a very lackluster day because I'm going to skip a bunch of these, um, but that's okay. But anyway, so my doctor's going out of town and it's totally fine because unless something changes, I have another appointment tomorrow because she is not going to be there next week. But unless something changes, um, I'm not super, super ready to go. Um, or the baby's not super ready to go either way. It's been very much, um, like, wait, why do I feel like this is not right? Hold on. No, it is. No, it's not. Um, sorry. I try to do the addresses before I do anything else because it's not super great. Okay. Um, I think we're going to go this way. Hopefully that's the case. Um, anyway, he's not super ready to come out yet, which is totally fine because I'm not due until the 27th and it's the 17th today. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, so yeah, so it's totally fine that she's not going to be there next week. I don't anticipate him coming and I honestly feel, I was telling my husband this, but I honestly feel fine about a different doctor delivering because I have zero like delivery preferences. Like I really don't care what happens. I don't care if I have a C-section. I don't care if I get induced. I don't care if <laughs> I, if like I would prefer to have the epidural, but if we like run out of time, like I'm going to do it all, all, all natural. Like I really don't care what happens. Um, I don't care if there are med students in there. I don't care. I really just don't care. Nothing really bothers me and I'm down for whatever because I'm not a doctor and I trust them way more than my own judgment. So I am very much like whatever happens happens. Just get the baby out of me and I don't give a fuck. Um, my doctor has been fantastic. I love her so much. I think she's so great. Oh, that's adorable. They have cute little green balloons outside of their house. That's cute. Um, and this house looks like it's falling apart. So that's also, you don't love that, but, um, she has been amazing. And I think it matters more to me that, sh that she's the one that makes the decisions and the plans versus that she's the one that gets the baby out of me because I think anybody can probably get the baby out. <laughs> um, I think it's more important to me that she decides when and those kinds of things because I trust her and her judgment and we have a good relationship. So um, I feel very strongly that if the baby comes while she is on vacation, it will be totally fine and another doctor can deliver the baby and it's no big whoop. I would be like against like her being like, Oh, we're going to induce you at 39 weeks. And then like somebody else doing it. Like what was the point of that? Like, you know, so I am totally fine if it ends up happening while she's gone. Um, because it'll happen naturally and then whatever. And whoever wants to 
whoever wants to do it can do it. I don't really care. Um, but as far as like making decisions and things, I prefer to do that with her. And so I am glad that we had that opportunity and whatever. And so it seems like what's going to happen is I'm going to go for sure to my due date. That little boy has the same shamrock headphone or headband that I have, but it's in my bag at work and it is not in the car with me. So I can't wear it while I'm bobbing around. But anyway, um, so it looks like what's going to happen is I am going to go, um, all the way to my due date. And then we made the decision together, her and I, that, um, I would be induced at 40 weeks, um, if he has not come on his own. And I'm totally okay with that because I feel like, so I lost a lot of weight at the beginning of my pregnancy. Um, I was really sick and I lost a ton and I didn't start gaining weight until about a month ago. <laughs> I think I gained like my first pound, like a couple weeks ago, but I have been rapidly gaining weight. And I think that's all like the baby gaining weight. And, um, I worry that if I go to like 41 weeks that he will be a little large and in charge. And then I worry that <laughs> I would end up having to have a C-section or something and he would get stuck or whatever the case may be. I don't know. So I'm totally fine with us doing an induction. I know that they're painful and they're not like really preferred and people don't really like them, but, um, I'm okay with that. And especially because she's not pushing. Oh, I just passed. Whoops. I just totally passed it, but that's fine because I know where the other one is. There's another one that's like right down the street. And I'm pretty sure it's like this street right here. So we'll just go to the, uh, the next one. That's the one where I have to stop and like block traffic anyway. And that's just really not great in this day and age as a pregnant lady. Also, the dress I'm wearing is super short. I've been saying to everyone, I'm just a little hoe and I have really short dresses. So it's been really warm and pants are hard when you're super pregnant. And I have been wearing dresses. But the problem is, is that my dresses were already like questionable length. Um, like I, I could wear them and I wouldn't show my butt or anything, but I have a large butt and I'm now pregnant. Oh God, this happens every time where there's these people, this lawn business, there's always this lawn business blocking the freaking library, but I can actually get to it. So it should be fine. Um, I think they're going to be like, this lady is blocking. Oh my God. Can I, I don't think I can. Um, yeah, I can. Okay. Um, but they're still going to be like, what is this lady doing? But anyway, um, so I now having like a really big bump, um, it is a little bit difficult to wear dresses and all of these dresses are of questionable length. Now I feel a little awkward wearing them, but it's like that, or I'm super uncomfortable and you know, it is what it is. We like pick our battles here. So, uh, that's what we're doing. And, um, that's what we're doing. But anyway, um, it is questionable to be running around all willy nilly with this short of a dress. So I don't need to be in a situation where I'm blocking traffic or anything like that. <gasps> Divergent. Oh my God. Oh, they have double locks here. I wonder if they were having a problem with, oh, there's a CS Lewis book. That's cute. I wonder if they were having a problem with the door sanction. <gasps> Watership down. I want Watership Down. I don't know what happened to my copy of Watership Down. Or do I want Divergent? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Watership Down or Divergent. I need to read Watership Down. I think I'm going to get Divergent though. But I need to figure out what happened. I used to have Watership Down. My husband and I were reading it together. And then um, 
I don't really know what happened to it. I don't think it made it back from Vermont. So I need to figure out, I don't know. I guess I need to buy it. I've, I've heard it's good. My very favorite English teacher, it was her very favorite book. So I've always wanted to read it, but it's kind of tedious, but it's kind of like about politics, just told from like the perspective of bunny rabbits. It's interesting. Okay, I also had to turn on the air for a second because this pregnant lady was dying. Um, so hopefully that's not super loud. I'll turn it off in a minute. But anyway, so I feel very confident that he's going to go to his due date. And then if that's the case, then at 40 weeks we will induce. And I'm also okay with that because I don't want him to be a little giant. And then we go over. I'm also not in a situation where I'm uncomfortable. Um, I know a lot of people are like really uncomfortable at the end and they're like, get this baby out of me, but I'm not there. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I just don't feel, I also, my, my, I say my belly is really big, but it's honestly not compared to how it could be. Um, we were at Carter's the other day. We were at like the outlet malls and we just went into like the baby stores just cause and my husband was like, Whoa, that girl is like super pregnant. And he's like, but you're also super pregnant. So the fact that, um, her stomach was as big as it was, it's just kind of funny the way that your pregnant belly works. Like it's just, it, there's no rhyme or reason to why it is the way that it is or big or small or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't look super pregnant. Um, I do definitely in dresses, which I, like I said, I've been wearing a lot of in the last like two weeks. Um, it was also really funny. I put on like a sweatshirt. I've been wearing like nothing but sweatshirts throughout the winter because comfort is key. And I put on a sweatshirt to go to bed the other day and I was like, whoa, I look skinny because you couldn't see my stomach anymore. Like it didn't accentuate my bump the way that dresses do. And so I've just been seeing myself in like dresses and nightgowns and things like that. And then I put a sweatshirt on for the first time in a couple weeks and I was like, whoa, look at that. What belly. <laughs> it was just really funny, but, um, there's definitely a baby there. There's definitely a bump. It's definitely popped out. It just took a while to pop out, I think. But anyway. I'm not super uncomfortable. He is up very high in my ribs, which she says every time, like he's up super high and it doesn't really bother me. I do notice, um, I can bend like down, like I can bend at my waist, like no problem. I cannot, however, bend like from the top. Like if I need to like lean over or something like that really hurts because I can like, I, he's like blocking me from being able to bend like where your like boobs end, you know, I don't know. I don't know what reason you have to bend like right there, but I feel like that happens or I feel like almost like when I am like sitting, I need to be sitting like super straight. Like my posture needs to be super straight or else I am very uncomfortable and things like that. I already sit super straight as it is. I have the seats and the cars that I drive like um, all the way elevated. <laughs> like it's never not the case, but, um, yeah, I definitely notice if I try to bend over in any sort of way that it is a little bit painful and not very comfortable. I think, I think this little free library got an upgrade. I think it got a new door because I think this is the one that the door was broken. Um, there was like plexiglass that was broken. So, it looks like it got a new door, but it's also been a hot minute. Oh, there's some kids on bikes screaming. Um, but anyway, so 
yeah, I'm not to the point where there's a bunch of bugs. I'm not to the point where um, I am super uncomfortable. Okay, I guess I'm going to get this Lisa Scott line because it's two books in one. Come home and keep quiet. I think I have a book by Lisa Scott line, but I can't remember if I read it or not. Um, but that's the one that I'm going to get because that's the only one I really saw. There was also Othello, which I've never read, but, um, I don't know that anybody is trying to read Shakespeare except for me right now. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe somebody would, but also said kid on bike, uh, has decided that he doesn't want to ride his bike. An other kid who was pushing a stroller has decided she doesn't want to push the stroller anymore. So the dad is carrying the girl, the stroller and the bike and the little boy is throwing a fit. Could not be me. That is maybe one of the cutest little houses I think I've ever seen. It is set up like a plantation, which we don't love, but it's that it was very pretty. It was a very pretty house. Um, they're very, that's a really pretty house. All the houses on this road are really freaking pretty. I just need to shut up because they're just all pretty. But, um, I feel like very rarely do I think that, um, ranch style houses are pretty, but that was a ranch style house that I think was gorgeous. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, he's definitely up in my ribs and it hurts if I bend at the top, like of my ribs, it hurts if I try to bend or move in any sort of way in that way. But other than that, I'm not uncomfortable. Um, everybody's like telling me that I need to walk to get him out. And I'm like, like I, I'm walking. We like walked all day on Sunday. We like have been taking the dogs for walks every afternoon and like things like that. Like I'm not not walking, but I'm also like not in a hurry. I don't understand the urgency. He's not due until the 27th. So I'm not uncomfortable. I don't need to get him to come out early. Like I'm not. And I understand like if he came out on his own that I wouldn't have to be induced. And I understand that inductions are not exactly pleasant and things like that. But it also just doesn't matter to me. I don't know. I'm only doing this once. I'm never doing it again. So even if it's terrible, which this whole pregnancy has been, so, you know, there's that. But even if it's terrible, like I'm only doing it once. So it's not going to be like this thing where it's going to scar me forever and I'm never going to want to do it again. I'm already not doing it again. So I'm not really concerned about that. People are concerned. I'm not. So I'm not in like a rush to get him out. If he wants to come, he'll come. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. I think that like, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not saying I'm not going to like continue walking and things like that, but I'm also like, I'm not eating dates. I'm not doing like raspberry leaf tea. Like I'm not doing all of that stuff because I really just don't care. Like he'll come or he won't and then we'll deal with it either way. So I also don't like, I, I obviously like, I don't mind if he comes and I have another doctor deliver him. But if I have the option to wait and then my doctor deliver him, like that's preferred. So I'm not in a rush to try to get him to come when she's on vacation. That seems not at all what I want to do. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so that's pretty much all the baby things, I think. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else baby related that I could share. But I don't think... I mean, I'm sure there's lots of baby related things that I could share. But who knows? Who really knows? Um... So, I need to um, turn right here. Oh, see, this is the one where you always have to, like, go through the, like, the woods to get. 
it's not woods. They're just, like, bushes. But, um, to get to the little free library. So, I always just feel a little whatever. And this is where people always try to run me over. Like, there's a whole ass road. And people always are, like, trying to plow me down. Which seems super rude. Um... Let's see, what do we have? Lots of Nora Roberts. The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern. Oh, love. This is very exciting for me. It's very exciting. Um, so, although my mom read it and she didn't like it, but we don't have the same taste. So, I don't really know. We'll see what happens, I guess. So, anyways, what else? Is there anything else? I don't know. So, not a lot of baby things that I have to do in the next week. So, I think I'm going to try to just, like, make it a super relaxing, enjoyable week just for me in general. Um, like, I think I would like to, like, read a lot of books, watch a lot of TV, just kind of, like, veg and just, like, enjoy my last week of freedom before there is a baby that needs my attention for the rest of his life. Um, so I think I'm going to try to really do that. I have a gift card I got for my birthday from my boss to a spa. So I'm probably going to go do that. Um, I need to get my hair cut. I would really prefer to get my hair cut like now I should have done that. That's also possibly something I could do today. Um, but I need to get my hair cut. I've been wanting to get my hair cut forever. And it's going to definitely coincide with having a baby. So it's for sure going to be a mom cut because I just grow my hair out really long and then I don't get it cut for like a year and then I cut it and then it's really short and I just repeat the cycle forever because I don't care about my hair. Um, it just does what it wants to do anyway. So it's whatever. It's very straight. It's very thin. It's very fine. It doesn't cooperate. I kind of think after this one I might go get food because I'm kind of hungry. So maybe we'll do this one and then we'll pause and we'll go get something to eat because I am a little bit hungry. God, all these houses are so nice. I'm just like steady looking at houses because we are in the process of looking for a house and it is just, it's a nightmare out there, folks. It's just a nightmare. I, we had said for a very long time, we weren't going to try to look before the baby got here because it doesn't make any sense. And especially now it seems like my husband is going to be doing a decent amount of traveling for work. And if that is the case, then it'll be good that we are not in, like, a big house by myself. <laughs> Just, like, me with a newborn, like, chilling. Because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, two weeks after he's born, Tommy has to go out of town for work. So, being alone <laughs> that early is going to be interesting. Um, but, yeah. So, I think it, it will definitely be beneficial to have my mom and my sister around to help with the dogs, to help with the baby, to help with me, whatever the case is. But we had decided very, very early on that we were like, okay, there, there's no point in us rushing. Like, let's just wait and whatever. But then of course I keep seeing houses and I'm like, oh, well maybe we should, you know, whatever. And then they go like super quickly because this whole market is a nightmare. But, um, it's very difficult because I see houses and I'm just like, oh, I just want one. I just want one and we can afford it. Like, we have a down payment. Like, we're ready. We are there. But we just need to be patient is basically. And I honestly, um, my grandpa is a big baller and he paid for his house that he just got. He got a house like like two years ago, one year ago maybe. Um, he 
just got a house like at the beginning of COVID and um like he had been in the same house for like ever and then got a house you know what you know what I'm saying whatever um honestly his house is bigger and nicer than the house that he lived in forever but it's fine so um oh I vaguely remember this one that we're going to but then I think the other one is a school and I always skip that one so hopefully I I don't make that mistake again but we'll see um so anyway he bought a house and he paid for the house in cash it was like several hundred thousand dollars and he paid for it in cash like what he like wrote a check or something like he just had all of the money and so I was like well worst case scenario we just live here forever and we just continue to save money and by the time the housing market calms down and we can fucking buy a house like we'll just pay for it in cash like whatever we'll just be big ballers like that um that will honestly probably never happen but still I'm just like you know it's not hurting anything because I am the type of person that I don't feel like I have money even when I do and even when I have money it's like not enough and like those kinds of things so the fact that we have enough money for the down payment that we want to put down, um, we also want to have like money for closing costs and we also want to have money. Like, I don't know. I just would like to have enough money that I never worry about money. And I don't think that will ever, ever happen. Um, because I have financial insecurity at all times, but I, um, I just think that you know, once we have enough money saved for X, Y, Z, then we can, you know, save for other things and we can put that towards furniture. Oh, fish in a tree. I've heard is good. That's a kid's book. Um, and that's what we're getting. I think it's like, I think it's something about intelligence. Cause isn't there like an, it's, it's, there's like an Albert Einstein quote. That's like, if you, like everyone is smart, but if you judge, a fish's ability to climb a tree. Oh, everybody is smart in different ways, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its life believing it's stupid. Oh, look at me knowing some things. Um, yeah, I've heard that before, that quote. I don't know if it's fully necessary for me to carry on while I'm driving to go eat, but I'm going to for the time being. I think these books are probably going to fall over, so that's going to be interesting. But anyway, um, I would rather save so we have like a down payment and then save so we have money for all the random miscellaneous things that happen and then save so we have money for when the washer and dryer break down and when we have to buy new furniture because the house is bigger than what we have furniture for and you know all those things so um it's definitely not a bad thing to just keep saving um it's definitely way more manageable to save when you're paying you know we're paying my mom a small amount every month or so but um definitely not paying two thousand dollars every month like being in vermont it's amazing how you can save money quickly and you just don't spend money um so yeah but anyway so i just keep looking at houses i'm just like oh i just really want a house but we'll get there it will be fine um and as much as it sucks like it really isn't affecting like anyone honestly like like obviously like the baby is not gonna give a fuck and i told my husband Like, we can live wherever, we can go wherever, we can do whatever up until the baby is, like, in elementary school. Because then I would like to be somewhere, like, settled and secure. But we have, you know, another five years before that happens. So, 
whatever happens, happens, and I'm okay with that. Um, and, uh, oh, that house is really pretty. Um, yeah, so it'll be fine. Whatever, whatever ends up happening, it will all be fine. Um, and my mom and sister are going to be very happy to have the baby around and get to spend so much time with the baby because they wouldn't ordinarily get all of that time if we were not living with them. So that'll be good. And like I said, my husband traveling, I will not be alone, which will also be good because I'm sure I will be, I would basically just come over to my mom's house every day anyway. Like I would probably just spend a lot of time over there anyway, because I'd be like, um, my husband's not here. So somebody entertain me or watch this kid or entertain this kid or whatever. So, um, I think it's like a good situation. It, it does feel weird that we've been there and that we're still there. Like that does feel weird. Um, my 10 year old nanny kid is always keeping me humble about the fact that I live in my mom's basement and she's always reminding me of that. And I was like, listen, ma'am, it is not a financial thing. It is not that we cannot afford a house. It is that there are no houses to be had. And it is that it doesn't make financial sense for us to spend double on a house than we should pay because the market is bananas. And also the whole, you know, having a baby thing kind of changed things and whatever. But I mean, obviously if we found a house tomorrow that we wanted to buy, we would buy it. And then I would just deal with the fact that I'm alone, but that's just like an extra stress that we're not really heavily focusing on. So it's fine. But anyway, so yeah, um, back to spring break. So I plan on just like watching TV and stuff, reading books and whatever. I have a huge, massive list of TV shows to watch, especially like a bunch of shows that have come out recently. I have not even watched the third season of you. That's how far behind on TV I am. I just have had no desire to watch TV of any kind. So definitely let me know if there's anything I should be watching. I want to watch inventing Anna only because I listened to a podcast about that like years ago and I actually know what's going on and I like the girl that plays Anna. So I want to watch that. Um, I also similarly want to watch the, I think, what what is her name? Elizabeth something, uh, whatever on Hulu that is played by Amanda Seyfried. I want to watch that as well because I like Amanda Seyfried. Um, what else? I just feel like there are a ton of things. There are a bunch of things like there are HBO things like the undoing and like the flight attendant or something like those that came out that were really big. My husband and I just finished season one of Ted Lasso. It took us a very long time to, first of all, watch it, but then second of all, like, get through it. And um, it is such an adorable show. I was on the fence. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. Um, My husband was like, my husband watched, like, two episodes on a plane or something and was like, I really want to watch the show. And I was like, well, no, like, I kind of want to watch it too. Like, don't watch it without me, like, that kind of thing. And um, I was I I was like on the fence if I was gonna like watch it or not or if I was gonna like it or not because um I hate it when people go when it's not their turn it's so fucking rude it's really not hard to figure out whose turn it is when you're at a four-way stop and it just feels really fucking rude when people are just like peace out bitches I'm going um whatever so I um was like on the fence if I wanted to watch it or not because I had heard on the scrubbing in podcast, like Becca was like not into it. And I feel like I typically align with Becca's like views. Um, and Tanya really liked it and Tanya gets on my fucking nerves. So I was like, I don't know, whatever. 
Um, it is such an endearing show. It is so charming. It is so heartwarming. And it's it's just so cute. It's just it's super cute and it's super funny. Um, we just started the second season and the second the first episode was rough. It was not as good. Um, I think I think it's uh, possible that they had something really great with the show um, for a season, but like that potentially it is not going to um, be able to carry on that magic for multiple seasons. I don't know that to be true for a fact. We'll have to see how it goes, but, um, the, definitely the first season was incredible and worth it and whatever. Um, and it's like one of those shows where there are like no bad characters. Like you like, like everyone, like there are obvious like favorites, but like when you really think about it, like you like every single character, like you just, they're just all so endearing and adorable and charming and all the things. And you just have no choice but to like them. And I love it. It's very cute. Um, so that, um, it took, it took us forever to finally get to that, but I definitely recommend that show. And then I just want to, I don't know. It's just been a while since I've really watched TV. Like I honestly only watch TV if my husband and I are watching something together and we honestly don't do that very often anymore. We don't make time for that. So we have watched not a lot of shows either. Like we're still like super behind on like everything that we're watching, like the great and, um, the crown, like the last season of the crown, um, and we were watching Ozark and we're behind on that. Um, my husband's seen Ozark, but we were watching it together because I wanted to watch it. And there's just a lot of, there's just a lot and we're behind. So, um, I want to spend my little pseudo spring break, um, just watching TV and just being a vegetable and just doing whatever the fuck I want for, you know, whatever. So, We'll see how that goes, but I do have a very long list of shows and things and movies and things like that. Like, there's a bunch of things on, like, Disney Plus that I want to watch. Um, there's a bunch of, like, nostalgic movies that have come back to, like, Netflix and things that I'm just like, oh my god, I haven't seen that in forever. And it's like, why would I watch something new when I can watch something I've seen a hundred times, you know? So, um, I definitely want to just be super whatever and just watch a shit ton of garbage tv and whatever um and those are really my only plans I also obviously will keep reading that's been what has been like that's been what is the reason that I haven't watched anything is because I have been super focused on reading but I think it's I think it's partially because when I first got pregnant it was like so rough and I wasn't reading as much um I also wasn't watching tv then either so I don't honestly know what I was doing and I feel like even with COVID, like, I feel like with when COVID hit, I feel like I used to watch a lot of TV. And I feel like for some reason in the last couple of years, like, I just don't anymore. I guess it's because I'm, like, scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. I guess it's because I'm doing, like, those kinds of things. And my attention span is definitely waning, especially because of TikTok. I think I have a short attention span. On Netflix, I watch things on the highest speed they have available and things like that because I just don't have it in me to watch it at a regular speed. I listen to audiobooks at two times speed. I listen to podcasts at two times speed. Um, I'm just very much like, give me the information faster, please. Thank you so much. Um, I'm turning into my husband a little bit. My husband just skips through stuff because he's like, this is not important. This is not important. He just like goes to the dialogue. I'm doing that a little bit, I think. And it's, <laughs> I'm like, uh, why 
are you doing this to me? But it just is what it is. Um, so yeah. Um, but anyway, I haven't been watching a lot of TV, but I I do want to try to do that and just be super relaxed. So we'll see. I don't know. You know, whatever that could definitely change. Um, but I, I don't know. I am debating if I'm going to get, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to get like fast food or if I'm going to go sit down somewhere. I, have I ever sat down somewhere by myself? I don't actually know. Um, I'm, I'm really thinking I'm going to go sit down somewhere by myself because it just feels easier than trying to get to go. I mean, to go seems like it would be more enjoyable because then I could just like go home and like whatever, but I think I'm going to go sit down in a restaurant by myself because it just feels easier. It just feels easier, but I am going to have to go into public in this short ass dress. So I already did that once today and it's fine. It's like longer than the dress I had on yesterday. So, I mean, that's saying something I'm telling you. I didn't buy a bunch of maternity stuff. I bought maternity leggings. I bought like two pairs of maternity leggings that I just like recycle. Um, I bought TMI, but I bought like maternity underwear, which has come in clutch in the last like two weeks because those are the only ones that are really comfortable. I have like the Victoria's Secret, like seamless underwear. Um, and those have been great cause they're kind of stretchy. So like it's been whatever, but this last like two weeks, I've just been like definitely needing like the super comfortable, like I don't give a fuck anymore kind of underwear so that's the life I'm living now um but yeah I haven't I didn't buy that's all I bought I bought a pair of maternity jeans thinking I was gonna I don't know what I thought I was gonna do like I was gonna go out or something that was not gonna happen um but I um ended up returning them because they were awful and they were like really tight and like whatever so I never ended up buying any maternity. Oh, I did also buy bras. I bought a bunch of maternity bras because my boobs are gigantic. Um, and then that was a whole shopping experience. My boss always takes me shopping for Christmas. And usually we get, like, really cute dresses and sweaters and things like that. We got, like, mostly bras. <laughs> like, that's mostly what we got. We went to, like, Soma and got, like, expensive, like, nice bralettes and things like that. Um, and those have been what I've been living in because it is hard out here for a big boobed girl as it is and the fact that my boobs have swollen and expanded to gigantic sizes um has been a thing um so yeah but other than that I haven't bought anything I didn't buy any maternity dresses or maternity sweaters or maternity I didn't buy any maternity anything um I've just been wearing I wore honestly I just started wearing the maternity leggings probably in the last I don't know like couple of months like for the most part I was still wearing regular leggings because they were more comfortable because the maternity leggings would go up over my stomach and they would hurt my stomach just like sitting on my stomach um it got to a point where I was so large that then it didn't hit that part of my stomach anymore so then it was more comfortable but for a very long time I was wearing regular ass leggings and um I've just been wearing like sweaters and sweatshirts and regular t-shirts and whatever I have not you know whatever Um, and then dresses, I've just been wearing regular dresses and it's fine when they're like long dresses or when they're like long sleeve, um, or like winter dresses or whatever, because those obviously are meant to cover more of your skin because they're winter dresses, but my summer dresses are not. So that has been a whole ass situation, literally, literally a whole ass situation. 
But, yeah, um, I highly recommend not buying maternity clothes because it's a fucking waste, dude. I will say, um, my boss in Vermont has been sending me stuff. She's been sending me baby clothes because she had a baby in August. And she's been sending me just, like, odds and ends. And she sent me a couple maternity things. And she sent me a maternity dress, and it was banging. And I didn't think it was going to fit me because she's smaller than I am. So I was a little skeptical, but it's like a long sleeve black dress. I used it for a picture of my bump that I posted on social media. So you've probably already seen, but, um, it has this like cute, like detail where it like pulls in like one spot. So it like has like a, I don't know, it accentuates your belly, I guess. And like, you know, draws attention to whatever. Um, and it's really cute and it's like decent length. Like it goes down to my knees and it just like, I was like, damn like this is great and the fact that it fits and the fact that it looks good is like wild because like I said she's smaller than me so I was not expecting it to fit and like whatever but yeah I didn't buy that though so I don't I don't really recommend buying a bunch of maternity clothes because it just seems like a waste I I will say I've bought a lot of comfy things um I they in my pregnancy group before I left it they were all talking about these um these not maternity these joggers from Aerie they're like $12 or $14 or something. They're very comfortable. Um, some of these bitches are wearing these out in public and I don't know why they were doing so, but that was not my journey. I just wear them to be comfortable around the house. And then I just recently bought another pair of joggers from Target that are very comfortable as well. And I have, I just bought like a pair of like cute pajamas from Target because it's Target, but I definitely recommend like cozy clothes, but there's not a need. There's just like not like a super need for, um, maternity clothes. Like I just, I truly just don't feel like there's a need for maternity clothes. So you do you. Okay. So I got some food feeling good. It was not the best lunch of my life, but that's okay. Um, I have a most famous, most famous. I mean, it's probably famous because I go there all the time, but, um, it is my most favorite restaurant. Um, but it was not the best. Um, I also sat in like the bar area because I was by myself. It's very weird going out to eat by yourself. It's not like as weird as you would think, I guess, once you do it, but it's kind of weird. Um, but the bartender was just like a little spacey and she kept like, uh, I don't know, like not coming back, not bringing me things, that sort of thing, whatever. But she was very nice, so it was fine. Um, and I am full, and I am happy that I ate food. So we're good. Um, Death on the Nile, what is that movie about? Does anybody know? I don't know. I hate trying to get out of here, though. Like, this is the worst possible location for a restaurant, I think in the history of restaurants. But anyway, so I am on my way. I decided I'm going to skip a couple because I know that they're like not exactly in the right area for me. Oh, this one's me to... Um, I just got honked at. That's fine. Like I said, getting out of there is just... It is what it is. Anyway, um, this is having me take the highway, which is a little bonkers, but I'm going to do it. So whatever. Um, so I'm going to skip a couple because I know they're not like crucial and I don't feel like doing a whole bunch of backtracking. So 
we're just gonna skip those. I'm also running out of time. I have to go <laughs> pick up the kids in a little bit, so I don't have like all day to be doing this. Um, I also say that, but like I am the person that goes and sits in the parking lot for like an hour before it's actually time to pick up because I just never want to be the person that's like late or doesn't park close and like they have to like search for the car and like that kind of thing. I think I have PTSD because my parents were always late for everything and I just always feel like if I'm not there super early to get them then I'll be super late to get them which is obviously not true but I just it's just what I do but that's like my moment of like zen before I get the kids so it's fine it's whatever. I'll, we'll see how that is with the baby because um, if he is like bopping around, he is not going to want to sit in the parking lot for like 45 minutes. So we'll see how realistic that one is. Um, also, it's going to cut directly into his nap time. So that's going to be super great. I was telling my husband, um, <clears throat> this is probably going to be like a terrible schedule for the baby to be on because um, I go pick up the boys at 2 usually and that's like dead when like most small children are taking a nap and um, I was always like really annoyed with the first family that I nannied for because I would always have to leave to go pick the kids up and I would have to wake him up from his nap and I guess I probably had to do that with Michael too um, when he was little. I don't, just don't remember it but I remember it with the first family I nannied for. And it's just, like, a major bummer when, like, you know, they would continue sleeping, but, like, you have to wake them up to go whatever. And then also, I work pretty late. Like, I work until, like, 6, um, give or take. And I know that that is, like, right around the time that I should be starting, like, bedtime and, like, do, like, bath and stories and, like, whatever. And, like, realistically, I would like him to have, like, a 7 o'clock, like, bedtime, like, once we get to that point. Um, but I absolutely know that he's for sure going to fall asleep in the car because I live like 40 minutes or so from work. So I know he's absolutely going to fall asleep every day on the way home and that's going to make bedtime an issue. And it's just going to be a lot of me not getting things exactly as I want them. But I think that's honestly probably good because I am a little bit of a, um, what is the word? I can't really think of what the word is, but I'm very, like, I'm kind of strict. I'm very like regimented with like schedules and stuff, especially for young children. And I'm going to have to be a little bit more flexible. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think I could use some flexibility, um, especially with my own kid. I think I could definitely use some flexibility and I could, you know, it's fine. Like if we have to adjust the nap schedule, then we have to adjust the nap schedule. And if he goes to bed later, you know, it's all fine. Um, and I know that, and I know that eventually he will be, you know, seven years old and we'll have a regular bedtime and we'll be fine and whatever. I just am very anal and I like things the way that I like them and I'm used to doing things the way that I'm used to doing them. And so I just, I, I can definitely see this being a little bit of an issue for me and having to work his schedule around my schedule at work. And I can see that being a little bit of a an annoyance. Um, but I do think that that will probably be good. It'll like knock me down a little bit and I'll have to just like go with the flow instead of being super anal. Um, so 
not the worst thing, not the best thing, but I can already see it's going to be an issue. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I also wanted to update on the little free library situation just in general, because I still don't have one and I'm out here scamming people off their books. Um, my mom actually decided that she wanted to do that for my birthday, which I thought was a very fun, smart idea. Um, I'm still in the camp of like, I don't need anything, don't buy me anything, kind of whatever, but she insists and doesn't listen, so, uh, thanks, mom. But, um, I thought that was, like, a really smart, fun idea. Like, it was something she thought of all on her own. She's like, you've been talking about this forever, I want to do it for you, and whatever. So, we looked at it, and I'm like, it's really nice and all, but, like, little free libraries are expensive. Like, they're, like, hundreds of dollars just to buy one, and it's just, like, a lot of work and whatever. And so we watched a couple like tutorials on how to make one and she's like super confident that she can make one on her own. I think it's going to be a little bit more tricky than she thinks, but the girl that, that did the tutorial like made it seem like it was seriously no big whoop and she like busted it out like super quickly and it turned out really, really cute. And so my mom is just going to try to follow her tutorial and make it herself and my mom's really excited about it. So I'm not going to uh, tell her she can't do it. So anyway, so, um, she was like, yeah, like we could totally do this. And like, I, I got this. And like, she's like very, very, very excited about it. So I'm excited for her and I'm excited for me because I, it's, it's like getting to the point where I'm starting to feel bad that I have all of these books and I'm not doing anything with them. Um, but, um, I, I, I have always had the best of intentions and I have always been like, I'm going to, it's going to happen. Especially now that I'm on my second year of book of the month. Um, man, that squirrel was deep down in the, uh, he was like deep down in the ground. Um, I, especially now that I have book of the month again for a second year, like typically I would say I've kept like, I don't know, like maybe two of the book of the month books. Like there haven't been very many that I have been super gung ho about, um, or that I would like read again. Um, but that also is because typically I have been getting like thrillers or something like of that nature. And, um, if you get like a thriller, like you're not really, Oh, Vampire Academy, you love to see it. Oh my God, The Glass Castle. I read this and didn't love it. No, I didn't. That's not The Glass. I read The Glass Hotel. Um, oh my gosh. I'm getting Vampire Academy and no one can stop me because I'm definitely not getting rid of my copy. But if I can get someone else to read Vampire Academy, then my work here is done. Uh, shout out to Alyssa because I did get her to read Vampire Academy. But, um, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so I have felt bad because I just have all these books that I've been sitting on. But I haven't <clears throat> done the whole um, Car Ride Chronicles and, like, stealing little free library books and whatever. I haven't done that uh, since the last time, which was, like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a year ago. I think it's been a while. Um, I'm really not sure. But I have not done anything with the books. I have saved them. Um, they're just in boxes. And they're actually in boxes in the garage now. We've moved them upstairs because they're specifically books that are just for the Little Free, li little free Library. So I have a bunch of them. Um, but, 
oh, I was saying the book of the month. Typically, I get, like, a thriller. Um, more often than not, that's the, like, genre that I get. And, like, thrillers are not necessarily books that you can read more than once because you know what's happening. Um, I would say it's possible for sure, but um, more often than not, I would think that you're not going to reread a thriller. So, um, and that's like totally fine, but all the more reason, like I'm super excited to get this whole thing going because I, I'm getting all these books. Like there's, they're, they're all new. Like they're all new. Like, you know, they, have just come out in like the last year or whatever like they're all like new and they're hardback and they're really nice books and like I feel no big whoop about getting rid of them because I didn't buy them um which I guess it's my grandpa's money that's just like going down the drain but it's technically not because it's it's making me happy it's serving my purpose and then it's also like helping out other people serving other people like whatever um so yeah, like I just, I have all these books from Book of the Month and they're just, they're just very good quality. Like I have other, other books that I have, you know, had and read and whatever that I bought that I didn't like, or I got books from like thrift stores and then I am done with those. And then like some of these, some of these books that you get from the little free libraries, they're literally books that people have read and people have owned and people have had and whatever. And they're not like the greatest quality. Um, but like it's fine but the book of the month books are super nice like they're very nice and I would love to like be able to spread that wealth and like put those out into the world so I'm still very much adamant that like it will happen I will have it and like had she not done it I would have at some point you know finally been like okay it's time to like bite the bullet and like I'm gonna do this and like whatever but okay so here's the dilemma there's this one that's like right here but like you're not supposed to park on this street necessarily but I'm gonna do it anyway because you can't stop me nobody can stop me hopefully a police officer doesn't want to stop me um but there are all these cars coming so it's gonna be a minute uh, this is where I was one time when I got honked at and I was like, is it that serious? I don't think it's that serious, but there's no cars coming right now. So we're good. Um, also it's really funny cause this is like right by a house that my bosses were debating <sighs> building. Oh, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. I'm literally reading those right now. Um, there's another Lisa Scott line and then there's a million little pieces, but we don't want to perpetuate that situation. Change your Christmas books in here. Um, oh, the notebook. Let's get that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think their door's falling off. Um, so anyways, it's definitely something that's going to happen regardless. Like I would not let my husband get rid of the books and we put them all out. That hurt. We put them all Man, this is like one nostalgic freaking setup we have here. There's so many books that are like, I have Vampire Academy, I have The Notebook, I have Divergent, like, man. Okay, I think if I turn right here, I will be able to go, nope. Oh well, it's fine. Um, I'm trying to go to, going here 
the Sork. Um, yeah, because there's this one street that there's two on a street. It's like a couple blocks away from each other. It's like, really? Really, guys? Couldn't you just like pitch in together? I don't know. It just seems a little wasteful. Also, I should have gone. There's one down there too, but we're just, you know, we're cutting some things out today because we just don't have the complete capacity to do all of these. Um, anyway, so it's something that I would have done um, regardless, but it's something that, that is the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen. It's like a, a house that has like, you know, a garage like connected and then like it was built, something was built above, I assume an addition or something was built above the garage, but it looks very, it's like a weird shape because it was built above a garage, you know what I mean? So, um, anyway, so yeah, um, but I'm very excited and my mom was even like, oh, like we'll make this one and then when you buy a house, I'll make you another one and then you can have one here and you can have one there. And I was like, oh my God, like, okay, like go off kid. Like if that's what you want to do, I'm here for it. So, um, that is the plan right now is that she's going to make that. Um, and I think it'll be good too because I was trying to push for someone to do it for Christmas, like for someone to like build it for me for Christmas or something and like no dice, but I, I think this will be better because, um, because, oh, their front door is open. I always feel really weird. I, it's fine. Um, I think this will be better because I, it'll be like warm. It'll be like warm outside. People will be like, you know, actually wanting to get something, some books or something. Um, yeah, there's like nothing. Oh, I guess I'll get Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. Speaking of nostalgia, you know. Um, but anyway, I think it'll be good because it will be warm and people will be walking and people will actually you know, use it. I'm not putting my seatbelt on because I'm literally driving a block <laughs> to go to the next one. So it's going to beep more than likely, but it might even get there before it beeps. So it might not be an issue, but, um, I also, there's cars. I was going to pull over. There's like cars in the way, but it's fine. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Oh, no, that person's going. I wanted to go. Let's see. We'll do this. And we'll go like this. Because I want to go see this little free library. It's so cute. Um, But I think it'll be good because it'll be, like, warm outside and whatever. And I know, like, you know, you have to, like, weather treat them and that kind of thing. But um, I think... Um, there's a bunch of Janet Ivanovich, but you have to read those, like, in order, you know? Um, how about a Stephen King book? Hearts in Atlantis. It has, um, they have a movie with Anthony Hopkins. Did anyone else know that? Because I sure didn't. But that's what we're getting. Um, you have to, like, weather treat them and stuff. 
So I'm sure they're fine in the winter anyway, but I just think it's more summer appropriate. So it'll be fine. It'll be fun to do in the summer. All right, so we're headed to the last one. I need to update this list because some of these are just not in a very conducive like location for me to be going to them. So we're gonna update the list. And I also think I can get through to the street I need to go to, but I'm not entirely sure. So I guess we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, anyway, so that's the update on the Little Free Library. And I'm very excited and I can't wait for it to finally be a reality. And in the meantime, I'm just saving up. Man, that house is really cute. In the meantime, I am just saving up all of the books that I come into contact with and I am, oh yeah, it's right here. I am keeping them in little boxes I've been saving. We've gotten a lot of boxes, obviously, because we've gotten a lot of baby stuff. And so I've just been saving all of the smaller boxes that I can put books in them because books are really heavy <laughs> and really hard to move around <laughs> if you're they're not in small boxes. So um, I've been saving all the small boxes and utilizing them for that purpose. And um, I think I might sneeze. I think I made it through this whole thing without sneezing. And now I think I might sneeze. Okay. See, this is my favorite when I can pull up and I can see into the little free library. That's the best case scenario. And honestly, there's nothing. There's a Sophie Kinsella, but I don't want that one. There's also one of those like bakery tins. That's kind of weird. Those, whatever those like little Danish cookies are that people put sewing stuff in. I'm wondering what's in there, but, um, okay. So anyway, now I wonder if I'm kind of a monster because a lot of these little free libraries were very empty, but I think it's probably because it's like just now, like people are just now going out and stuff. So maybe people just haven't been like replenishing them, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm a thief. It's fine. Call me Robin Hood. Don't hate. Don't yell at me. Any of those things. Um, I, um, what was I going to say? I, oh, so I'm just putting them all in boxes and I'm just saving them and holding on to them so that I can put them in the little free library and it'll be super great. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just so excited to be able to like spread the joy and spread the wealth, especially the book of the month books, like those, especially just because those are really nice books. And again, like I said, I think the first time I ever did this, like if somebody wants to turn around and sell it because it's a new book and it's a hardcover and it's probably worth like at least 10 bucks, like, you know, good for them. Like go little entrepreneur, like go. So if that's what people do, then that's what they do. But, um, I'm just happy to like put them out into the whatever and whatever. I always try to get my mom to read them. I'm always like, you know, here, like here's some books. Like, you know, it's like a really nice hardback book. And she's like, I only read eBooks. And I'm like, um, okay, fine. Like I have all these books that she could read and like, you know, whatever. And it's just really funny. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited. I did. I, I saw this article. I was doing some research when we were looking into the little free library. Cause I was trying to figure out like specifics on 
how you can put it in your yard and like if there's any sort of anything about that. And I came across an article that was saying like little free libraries are bad for various reasons. And it was saying like it's bad because it hurts like the library, which like I really don't think that's the case because I still utilize the shit out of the library. Um, and it was saying that it like gentrifies neighborhoods and I don't know. It was just saying all this stuff and it was saying like, it's not, it's not for the people. It's for the person that's like putting the library out. And like, I think like an argument could be made that that's not necessarily wrong because of the whole Kirkwood situation. Um, the town that I am in where like there are 700 of them in a very small radius and all of them are like you know four minutes away from each other and there's some that are two on a street and like things like that so I can definitely see that it's like a little indulgent but it's also just books like it's not that deep like it's not that serious like it's okay that people want to just like share books with other people I don't think that's hurting anyone and then like also like in my situation especially like one of the big reasons why like I've said this but like one of the big reasons I want to do this is because there's not a library like really close to our neighborhood like they're both on opposite ends of like very busy streets and like they're both like fairly far down like you couldn't just like walk to the library from our neighborhood so they're not exactly convenient or close and there's a lot of kids and there's a lot of people and I just think it would be nice to have in a neighborhood that doesn't have a bunch of them. Like, it's just not, it's just not a thing in the neighborhood I live in. So I just think that it would be nice for them to have books and things like that. So, um, I don't know. I just thought those, my husband was like, don't read that shit. Like, that's not helpful. Like, people are just like, well, blah, whatever. And he's right. But, um, it is, you know, something I'm mindful of and whatever. So, um, I'm very excited. It's actually happening. My husband's going to be like, why are you bringing these books home? Because we have so many just waiting, but, um, I'm just gearing up and I just, I needed a little pick me up. I needed something nice today because I had to get up very early. I'm very sleep deprived and, um, I knew I had nothing to do at work other than take care of the car. So, um, I was like, Oh, today's a perfect day. I've been thinking about it. I thought about doing it while they're on spring break, but that means driving out here and there's no reason for me to come out here because there's just not. So, um, this ended up working out great and I'm really happy and my husband is going to be very confused, but it is what it is. So a real quick refresh, I got Miss Benson's Beetle, which I might read because I've heard I've heard of this book. I don't know if I wanted to read it or not, but I have heard of it. Um, I have Divergent. I have this Stephen King Hearts in Atlantis book, which I've never heard of. I have Charles Dickens' Great Expectations, which I own a very nice leather copy of that I'll probably never read, but I have it. The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. Vampire Academy by Rochelle Mead. Um, Fish in a Tree by... Linda Mullaly Hunt. I feel like this is a book I could probably read really fast on an audio, so I probably won't read this before I put it in the box, but um, I have heard good things about this book. The Night Circus, Circus by Erin Morgenstern. Um, this one I've also been wanting to read, but this copy isn't super nice, so I might still just get it from the library. And then I have the Lisa Scott line, two novels in one, Come Home and Keep Quiet. So we got a decent haul, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of books that I've heard of and I know of and... Um, 
I've read and things like that. So that's super fun. And, um, again, don't, don't come at me and hate me, um, that I, you know, I'm robbing from little free libraries, especially because there's not a lot, there wasn't a lot in them. So I feel like they might be hurting, but, um, I will, I will definitely not be doing it anytime soon because I will have a newborn in about a week. So, um, until next time, friends. Ciao.